Welcome to Health and Sisterhood Podcast, where we explore the mystery and wisdom of sister-to-sister relations and how through them we can build healthy relations and deepen relations with ourselves and others. We invite you to tune in and dive in with us through your own lens. Hello, this is Anna and Marlena, and welcome back to Health and Sisterhood, where in today's episode we get to follow and continue to explore the cycles of sisterhood. In the last episode, we gave you the essence of the comparison, the metaphor that we use around seasons. And today we get to dive more deeply into what we call and reference as the season of spring. And before we do that, a little disclaimer or rather an invitation, an invitation to come on this journey with us as an inquiry. Neither Marlena and I expect ourselves to be experts (laughs) and um, do not show up in that way. We show up here as women walking the journey who are questioning, who are practicing, who are embodying, and who most prominently are in relationship with other women and experiencing this for ourselves, what it means to be in sisterhood. So welcome and come along. The intention, as I mentioned for today is really to show how to build the foundation for a sacred sisterhood relationship, which we compare to the season of spring. And with that, hi Marlena. Hi, thank you for that introduction. Mm. What is spring? Mm. <laughs> well, first thing that makes me it makes me think of is the fact that you and I are actually recording this in what we call nature spring, mm-hmm. like it is mid-April. We're not far from each other because we're on the same continent and yet we're experiencing the season differently because of the weather because of the climate of where we are Mm -hmm. Um, and simultaneously there is a mutual energy of something new blossoming of a new beginning Mm -hmm. a birthing of some sort Mm -hmm. that's sort of the first things that come to mind for me yeah Spring was one of my favorite seasons, I would say, if not the favorite season, probably also because my birthday is in that season. Um, but I've I've always appreciated it for the fresh energy that comes. And I feel really like suddenly you see blue sky, suddenly you sometimes see the sun tweak through and there's something very special after having had a cold winter to receive the first race of sun, but without, without that, um, that summary knowing, oh, the next day the sun will be there too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I find it, hmm? I was going to say, still a lot of uncertainty around the sun element. (laughs) Yeah. And the warmth and yeah. Yeah. And, and also the, it's kind of like it makes you appreciate both. It makes you appreciate the cold and it makes you appreciate the warmth because you have that um, duality right there in that season. 
Um, mm. But yeah, spring definitely stands for new beginnings, initiations. And we were thinking about, okay, in terms of this relationship dynamic that we're looking at, sister to sister, woman to woman, like spring is nearly like this, the initiation of something, whether the entire new relationship like I get to know a new person and maybe that person maybe that person is going to be a friend maybe not you know maybe she is going to be a sister maybe not again that duality right um and now I lost my my track um oh yeah right so like the initiation of a new relationship or is it the initiation of a new chapter within that relationship you know is this relationship going to evolve or is it not it's like there is something definitely in spring that uncertain that beautiful uncertainty that unknowing of okay what is actually to come and it's kind of like falling into place in more and more throughout that season like what the potentiality comes in what's the potential of um of the fruits coming in and and the and the seeds actually turning into something um something that can nourish and feed mm. Mm. maybe we could dive a little bit deeper on what it what it means for us to to be in that season what creates really that se mm. season of spring in the relationships and maybe starting off with really a new relationship, right? Like a new encounter a new, mm -hmm. meeting a new sister, potential sister, a woman simply. Um, and what does that, what does that entail and how we, how we weaved in our story into this as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think like if I put it and, let's like I love I love the pictures and I love the metaphor right and, and seeing the visual but also let's bring it down into the the like the visual of two women meeting each other right it's like how like there is one moment there that two women are brought together in one in one specific place in time you know and they they get to meet for the first time and how do they actually know that they want to meet again what makes them want to say, hey, let's let's go get a coffee together or an hour. And it was our relationship is actually quite fascinating to observe in that way because our first meeting happened way before we actually said we didn't say, hey, let's have a coffee, but let's chat. You know, <laughs> it's like I think that was year, like a year or two years prior, like a long time. We actually met for the first time and then. A few years later, we met again. We were brought again into this. We shared the space, and then suddenly, there it was. You know, I was like, "Hey, yeah, let's catch up." And it was like, "Yeah." And then we were brought again into the same space, and then we actually said, "Let's catch up." But yeah, so and I, I think it's, it's interesting to see that because oh, sorry, <laughs> I think it's interesting to see that because, um. I th I do think that something within the two of us has shifted for us to meet again and then say, oh, actually, we do, we do, we align in 
some ways we align, there are values that are similar. And I want to explore these, this similarity, this alignment in that way. Mm. Yeah, that's, um, I, I mean, our story is one that we obviously also sets the tone for our exploration mm -hmm. in the metaphors of, of the seasons. Um, and I think of uh, other relationships with, with women, particularly in the more recent years where I've had that attuneness to myself and a lot more clarity on my values. And I think this has also had its emphasis on why we were able to, you know, kind of come together because I was much clearer on who I was and what my values were. And when I think of women now that I meet, they're the com the the commonality is we meet in spaces where it's usually a space and where I'm doing something that's aligned with me and and there's a like a trust that's in that that then goes into asking this deeper questions of who am I And being able to share with this other woman who I am, what I stand for, how do I want to show up in my relationships, how I have shown up because I have that, right? That's the, the practice, though there are definitely women in my life, and bless you, including Marlena right here, who have been more in the practice before <laughs> being able to say I've um, practicing and getting it wrong, <laughs> <laughs> before practicing and getting it um, right in in the sense of both for myself and the other being. Um, but val I, as you said, value is really speaking to the reason why I choose to initiate into the relationship. Um, it's the, the questions of being able to share authentically what do I stand for? what is important to me and mm. less so of being that the other sister has to have exactly the same, but is able to see me in that and is able to acknowledge and see that, that that is what I stand for. Mm. And yeah, I think I'll pause there. Hmm. Hmm. There, there is that question, you know, do you see what matters to me and may I see what matters to you? In a way, mm -hmm. that, that invitation um, of showing yourself. And I, I, find, it, I find it always funny because I, I think that one truly gets to know another being the longer they meet because there are simply different energies in each cycle. And the spring energy is sometimes... At least I kind I, I find myself sometimes and it, it can be loaded with ooh, I want that person to kind of like me, you know, and just like <laughs> and but it's actually like the true and I think that's the beauty of spring, like getting to this point of oh actually I want to show myself as I am and allowing that to be there. And in that, you know, in the in the what matters to you 
what matters to me. I do feel that there is a what matters to the us, you know, and then, then what, what, what I do think that there is a common ground. There's an overlap. Not all of the parts have to be overlapping because otherwise we would be the same person. That would be horrible. But like some parts, they, they will overlap in one way or another. And from there, from that overlap, it's that question, okay, what is it that matters to us together? What is it that we envision? What is the bubble that we create around the us? What is the us that we are creating? And what intention is behind that? And most commonly in friendships, that is not consciously chosen. But I think that is the beauty, as we said, you know, that intentionality in a sisterhood to explore this connection in such a profound and intentional way to use that bubble of the us, that us bubble, that we bubble. Um, yeah. And how do we, mm. what is the baby that we want to create basically? <laughs> yeah. The, the unity um, the, that takes place. I was just thinking of a quote, but I, um, by Carl Jung around that it's, it's two beings that under um, a relationship actually can only create something new, right? That it's, it's not a matter of um, I don't like this word so much that I even forget it. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> when you, oh, sacrifice. It's not a matter of sacrifice. It's a matter of actually tuning into creating something new together. And I love this question around the Celtic wheel um, that Mary Kennedy has uh, created around the spring, spring season, which is what shape and direction is this new growth relationship taking? Okay, so what is, when we start defining and imagining that intentionally, because we do that, I think, in every relationship when we come into when there's that hype, right? But we do it in our head and we start mm. to create also expectations. Oh, yeah. Right? Deeply, deeply mm. in us. And then when we get to, and then we do in other parts of the cycle where those expectations don't end up getting met exactly as we imagine them. Mm. We had all these images that were there, but they were, they were closed off to just ourselves. So, when we would, when we really, I would say, inhabit the cycle of spring, is we are nurture, being nurtured by that sun and that by, mm. by that like really um, potent energy of of growth, and also like taking in what happens in the evening still or in the like days where it's cooler where it's like oh right there's still like fertile ground i really need to take care of mm. which is where we get to have those conversations of like what is what is this relationship actually mm. looking like right it's what is important mm -hmm. for me in relationships and um and we've got some great examples of that that we'll get to at the end of the episode as well that um marlena and i have um used ourselves yeah, I just wanted to add that. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. Thanks for, for bringing that in. The 
what really resonated with me there was the um, just I'm, I'm just connecting more fully because like at the beginning I found it actually for the listeners Anna knows that but I found it sometimes hard to actually connect the seasons to this to the relationship and to create a metaphor of that but actually now I can see it more clearly how what what the spring actually is and how that is the time where we build the foundation because that is the time where we are not in full summer yet we are not fully we aren't we haven't fully decided yet yes this is um where I want to go but it's that exploration phase in which you can you can use the spring already at the beginning to create for an instance a way of communicating with one another i think you and i we've communicated from a very early stage like one of our first conversations was okay and we're going to come to that today too it was like well so in this dynamic whatever we want to create together what are your fears what are your intentions what are your dreams who are you it's like i want to see you and what do you think could be triggered by one another like what are you scared of already right now and this and let's talk about it let's let's allow it to serve it let's allow it to it let's allow it to be expressed so that it's out in the room and seen and spring is a beautiful time to do that and i think that is this piece of intentionality is so important like you can consciously choose to use spring in that way so that you create that safe that that's really that safe foundation and that is um yeah speaking about all the stuff that are linked, that are, in, as you said, you know, that are in our heads and we never speak them out in relationships. <laughs> and then we start to live or we start to build a relationship with the image that we have with the person and actually not with the person that is sitting in front of us. We do not know what they think. We do not know what they feel. And so establishing that open and safe space for communication where even the the and i say i use this word the shameful and the sad and the angry parts get to be seen without uh, needing them to be different and i think that's mm. the beautiful the, the beauty of the spring of sisterhood mm. and you might be listening to this and being like but this would be helpful for all my relationships yeah <laughs> is definitely not limited to sister sister but we definitely look at it from that lens and embody it from mm -hmm. that lens because there's so much to learn from a sisterhood relationships mm -hmm. to all of our relationships and yeah. continuing on what you said marlena it's like we set those intentions we talk about our values we let ourselves be seen for who we are, we ask and see the other to see what they, who they are and what they stand for. And then it's like taking that into like, it's like the action of how we're going to show up in this mm -hmm. relationship. And the way we've um, called it is the action-based values. Right? It's like, okay, it's important for me that there's honest communication. Okay, but how do we take that into the foundation of our relationship? Is that through having check-ins at the beginning of the conversations and checkouts as to where I'm landing? Is, is there an actual form or method 
right? To take what is important to me, which our values tell us what's important to me, mm. and bringing that into the relationship. Mm. And at the high of spring, when everything is so exciting, it's it, it almost like I'm have this chuckle on my face because it's like you don't want to be talking about this. You just like you just want to be enjoying like you know the flowers coming out and every bit of sunshine that's out um and simultaneously as you said just the foundation of this is um incredible in the long term yeah and also just accepting what is right because we we started this episode saying okay spring is actually the cold and the warm it's mm -hmm. the sun but also the rain still you know and the cold and so um accepting that like and i think that that's why we also use this analogy of the seasons right because nature teaches us to accept what is and so in that moment what is well yes the sun and it's exciting but there's also still the worries the concerns the fears the cold the dark all of that and that gets to be accepted mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. Yeah, nature is one of our, our, our most direct experiences mm -hmm. of psych, of cyclicality. Um, not to say that there are not many, many more, including the way that, um, we as human, as, well, as humans, as women function, <laughs> um, and how our hormones really take, take that cyclicality to another, um, embodied experience. What I would love to maybe dive us into is, mm -hmm. so how does this look like when I've been in relationship, right? Like we've done this, we've, we've gone through spring, summer, um, autumn and winter, maybe mm -hmm. multiple times. What happens when we re-arrive at spring in a relationship that's already had some foundations? What is even, what's the cadence and what would be an example of a relationship needing to maybe deepening spring once again. Well, I find that expression already funny, you know, because I don't, I don't think that there, that, that, that it's a human that's in human control. You know, the relationship needs a spring. <laughs> I think it happens. I really, I really do think it just happens. Uh, we can choose to, not we could choose like I think it ha it will happen either way and either we are aware of it or we are not and in that awareness I think we can make choices right and so I think an an example um that we wrote down is for instance what happens when a sister becomes a mother you know or when I become a mother as a sister and I know I mean I'm not a mother yet but I have a a very dear friend and one that I deeply love and that I call a sister. And I can say that changes in individuals' lives, they will change in a way the dynamic of a sisterhood. And so, yeah, that for me, that would be an example of, oh, something happens in the individual's life and that is going to have a ripple into the entire system of that individual's life. And we as a sister, we are part of that system. Um, so that would be one example, I feel, 
that is quite strong and quite visual, actually. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't yeah, know if you I have... I can add to that. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I wanted to ask you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I can add to it because I, yeah, not a mother myself, but have mothers, have sisters who are mothers and and had been sisters before and that new cadence coming in where values simply shift right mm-hmm. as much as before this example of communication uh, like communication between us was important a shift in value may be that it's not that communication isn't important anymore but actually presence is mm-hmm. more important and that becomes a value that become that is prioritized in our relationship because presence is much harder um, in the space of being a mother and being able to be present to the other. So it doesn't actually mean that we have to communicate as we used to on a weekly basis, on a bi-weekly basis. It's like, let's find a cadence that works, that brings the value of presence to the way that we show up. And that being that actually we intentionally come together physically once, twice a year. And that is the nourishing and the change that we mm. make to our action-based values. Right. Um, mm. That would be my example. Tatra, mm. I'm also thinking of like myself and how I've, um, how I've changed and what my values have, how my values have shifted is also the way that I want to spend time with my sisters. Mm. Mm. Where spending time previously was about being more external and we come together so that we can go out into the world versus now mm. the value mm. is a lot more about physical connection and that has shifted to being let's just come together cook meals together hang out together and you know just be in our like day-to-day physical uh spaces so -hmm. we can experience ourselves and each other in a different way oh my god i also just realized you know how before starting to record you shared about your recent awareness and how you shift it within one year. And mm-hmm. it's, it's totally, I mean, I don't want to, I want I don't want to share that because that's not my place to share. But what I do want to say from that is this awareness of, oh, as we go through our stories, you know, we have different things that are active in the moment that are more present, that are more valuable, like values that are more important. Like I, <laughs> I I used to be some I used to identify as somebody who travels a lot and who goes out a lot and I wanted to change places a lot. And then there's like last year, also the same time around, I suddenly realized I actually do not want to travel. I want to root, I want to home, I want community, I want to stay uh, in stillness for a while. And so that those that value matter to me home connection roots 
um, that matter to me throughout the entire last year. And I find it fascinating because that can shift tools that I can, I can feel myself opening up my heart, opening up to the desire of, Ooh, but I want to, I want to be rooted, but I also want to move, you know? And so this sense of freedom and movement is going to, it seems to be coming more and more present. And so like, as the individual goes through their own journey through their own self-development it will be different values that are active and that also can have a reflection in the sisterhood relationship it's, it's more subtle than a such a big change as becoming a mother but it's still there yeah it, it is because it's also the things that that somewhat define us and if we think mm -hmm. of overall how we show up and what relationships mean to us as human as human beings there's a lot of safety in being able to put people in a box and have an identification around them right and in most cases that's not actually like it's not values but it's like a way of being that this person has mm -hmm. so if we tap into that you know i know marlena in a way that she's always moving and she's always on the go it it may be really hard for me to accept even more so like to come to an awareness the fact that mm. actually something has shifted and that's no longer the case and there's a different mm. importance to her now and to come from that place where it's not of judgment and rather an expansion of a human being and the possibility to ask again those questions those really found fundamental questions of hey so so what is important to you now and what is there a possibility to initiate a new stage a new phase of our relationship here and seeing that as a opening a new beginning right like it's if we come back to that like seeing spring again yeah and something positive in I don't in quotation mark, right? Without attaching to the label of it being positive, but we can choose to look at it in a like it depends on our mind how we see this shift. It's like, oh no, this is horrible and I don't like this shift in her. I don't like her changing that value or oh wow, she's changing that. How inspiring is that? And I'm curious I'm curious to see what comes. I'd love for us to explore because we've referred to the questions <laughs> and we've mentioned them slightly already, but I would love to explore these questions a little bit. We, we, before we initiate, before we even knew, the only thing that we knew is that we wanted to birth something together. Um, we didn't know what would be birthed, but I remember us having that conversation. And I think for me, that was such a potent milestone of our connection that I think it's worthwhile sharing those or similar questions, like mm. the questions that we asked each other. Yeah, I um, I had brought forward for us a framework that's been developed by Alexandra Jamieson and Bob Gore. Um, they're the authors of Radical Alignment, how to have game-changing conversations that will transform your business and your life. And... Mm the frame is questions that are in kind of four categories. Um, 
category of intentions, concerns, boundaries, and dreams. And even as I mentioned that you may, as you're listening to us, find one of these or maybe a couple of these that you feel more comfortable even diving into and maybe it's already part of your um, conversations or mm. like beginning of new projects or new relationships that you dive into. An um, inquiry maybe, how come not the others <laughs> or what happens with the ones that you don't? <laughs> um, so s- <laughs> um, <laughs> some of these, I like, it's, it's coming up for me. So that's why I'm asking yeah. the question. I'm like, <laughs> I love talking about dreams. Let's make, let's create dreams. Um, and less so about the concerns and the boundaries. Um, I knew that. I would, I would have guessed. I, th- I think the one that is most challenging for you would be boundaries, but. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Marlena. What, what is it for you? Um, that's a very good question. I was even thinking right now the other way around. I think I'm, no, I can, I'm okay with speaking about dreams, but I can feel that recently I feel quite a bit too comfortable to speak about concerns <laughs> um, and and not allowing myself to dream, you know, and to actually believe in the dream. I think that that's more it. And I can, I can find myself sharing not so much boundaries. I think boundaries is a topic that I still, that I yet have to explore a bit deeper for myself, but concerns I, I can I, I'm tuning into my concerns and I can share them and I feel comfortable with that, <laughs> which is interesting. It was an interesting, I love that question. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> uh, welcome. It needed to come forth. We learn uh-huh. something about each other every time. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so we will share with you the the frame and the links so so you can really dive into them but just to give you a little bit of a sense of what kind of questions come up under intentions and again everything you know make it yours right that's what we've done when we looked at them a question under intentions would be why do you want to be part of this relationship how can this relationship support your personal goals under concerns it would be, what do you think could get in our way? Mm. Where will we run into trouble as we set forth in this relationship? Um, boundaries. Um, what do you need to be at your personal best? What rules or standards or principles will help us to be together at our best? Um, and dreams if this relationship goes incredibly well what will be true and how will you feel and where will you be so just to give you a little bit of a, a glimpse into those questions yeah i think those questions are beautiful yeah even just listening to them it just uh feels so good. Uh, I wonder, how do you feel right now in terms of what has been said, 
what wants to be shared. Um, I feel I feel quite complete mm-hmm. in being able to share what we at this moment have inquired mm. around the season of spring and how we've embodied it. Um, mm. We may at some point feel like we want to return and dive deeper at, for today, I feel. Completely. Yeah. I have, I have the same. I do wonder, because we spoke a little bit about, or quite often about the word value. Um, but I was wondering maybe to even... Um, incorporate that into the embodiment practice to connect to values um, because I think we've used this word quite often like what are my values what matters to you but how do I find out what matters to me and how do I find out what what are the values that I want to live in a relationship um, yeah and but other than that I feel very complete would you as we close Mm -hmm. talking about spring um, like to walk us through an embodiment practice that could Mm -hmm. help our listeners and ourselves just to tap into what are our own values I can try that out yeah (laughs) yeah I can do that Mm -hmm. so um just for the ones who are currently doing something else or who are driving or so, you can always choose to come back to this. I wouldn't recommend necessarily doing this when you're driving because you want your full attention to be on the street (laughs) Um, and in the car. But you can stop and come back here later on. Um, This is just an invitation to really set your presence and your intention into this practice right now and to be here now fully. And I invite you to come into a still, as still as possible for you right now, position, taking a couple of deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth. You might want to bring your gaze down or close your eyes, whatever feels most comfortable to you right now. And for a moment, bring awareness to how your body is holding itself. Notice how you are standing or sitting notice where your head is how the position of your head is where your neck is your shoulders are your legs relaxed or not and just watch for a moment how you're positioning yourself And then I invite you to bring a visual into your inner eye where you see yourself doing something that you show love and that you 
get inspired by, that you feel nourished by. Will you feel expansion and just a lot of joy? And allow yourself to savor this visualization. Really take it in. The joy, the happiness that you're feeling in that moment. And just see for a moment, what is it that you're doing? What is it that is sparking your heart so much? Maybe you're seeing yourself outside or inside. Maybe you're seeing yourself in movement or in stillness. With people or on your own. Whatever it is, just notice, okay, what sparks my joy? And then see if you can drop a layer deeper. See, okay, this is what I'm doing. Why is it that that matters to me so much? What does this give to me? This thing that I'm doing Why does that spark my heart? And maybe you're tuning into that Whatever you're doing is giving you more presence, making you feel adventure, freedom, connection. Coming back to your visualization, see yourself doing what brings you joy and notice how that feels in your body. Notice how your body is holding itself right now in that visualization with that visualization. allowing your breathing to deepen one more time breathing in deeply 
Breathing out deeply. With a sense of gratitude to having met yourself a bit more intimately. To having understood one of the values that matters to you. Whenever you're ready, you can allow yourself to come back into the space in your own beautiful way, whether that is through movement, blinking your eyes open, yawning, whatever that is. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and we are so looking forward to speaking with you next time and for you to tune in next time again. Loads of love.